Facebook is. Hey, that's a nice buck you got behind uh, you, man. Thank you. Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> We're live, guys. So, uh, welcome to the Footwork In podcast. They're going to be trading uh, Peyton's flag for Peyton's uh, buck in the background. <laughs> I got a couple more flags to throw in with it. I got some Spartan flags over there. They're just sitting there? <laughs> yeah. You should see my dad's living room. Before I moved out, he killed like zero bucks. And then like neither of us killed a buck until I moved out. And then he's like, his whole living room is just bucks yep. everywhere. Yeah, my dad didn't even hunt hardly when I was growing up. And then as soon as I move out, he starts traveling the country hunting. Yeah, that's, my dad does that. I had a buddy too. that just went to South Africa to do some hunting. Oh, really? But, like grief, man. We're got wow. money, money. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, you know, it's not too expensive to go actually go on the hunt in Africa, but getting there, yeah. getting back. Is, what's is crazy. he actually going on a hunt or is he in one of those people's yards and they're he just was, letting one loose? Bro, he was hunting wildebeest, gimsbok. Uh, you just said something I never heard of. A gimsbok? Yeah. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he was hunting Timon and Puma then, basically. Yeah. Wow. I was hunting, what, what do they call them? The freaking chupacabras. Yeah. Peyton, why don't you PJ. introduce PJ or P oh. you can pick. Okay. So it's confusing because both their names are PJ. So we're going to call My name's not PJ. Okay. They're both their names are Peyton. <laughs> so if I say Peyton, I'm going to try to make that mean Peyton cook and PJ will be PJ Peyton. Pete paid PJ. Yeah, that'll work. PJ. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so why don't you introduce yourself, PJ? We'll just. All right, my name is PJ Mariscalco. Uh, originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Moved to Batesville about five years ago, working as a game warden, and been here ever since. Okay. So did uh, the game warden job bring you to Batesville? Yes. Is that where they brought you? Okay, so I have a question about the game warden. So there's a house on Panola Avenue. It used to have like three, three or four game warden trucks there all the time. Did y'all like live there? Is that like a house they have? Oh, I <laughs> lived, I lived on Panola Avenue a couple years back. Me and my, me and my uh, classmate, he was a game warden too. So yeah, we both okay. lived right there on Panola it. Avenue. Yeah, like right, right behind birthdays. the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to read meters for the city, so I, I knew where everybody was. Yeah, now there's another game warden that's living on Old Panola. Yeah. Okay, I had to, I just had to ask because I was wondering. Yep, yep. Sweet. So last week Peyton didn't even show up; he just slept through. Yeah, so was, I guess he's going to redeem himself this bad week. Bad scheduling. I'll be proactive today. Proactive. Yeah. We're all proactive here. We're all for working out. Proactive. Yeah. Did you lose weight, man? You look a lot skinnier. Yeah, I've lost total about seventy pounds. Wow. Yeah. What did, yeah. What did hey, you do? He looked a lot <laughs> different than that Spartan race last year. Oh, uh, I probably lost forty pounds since that Spartan race. Um, you look man, like just an athlete, eating clean. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'll do it. I, I need to uh, eat dirty so I can gain weight. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> probably started doing that 
doing the, the uh, CrossFit classes a little more. Um, really, do, you know, getting my heart rate up and running a lot more. That's basically. Just it, burning it more really calories. Went, yeah, it's really not that. I wish I could say it was more challenging. It was just more, the hardest thing was deciding to do it and staying with it. Yeah, that's right. Got to be committed to do it. Yeah, and trusting the process. It's a long journey. So you ate cleaner, ate healthier, and you you, you burned more calories. You basically took less calories in and put more calories out. Yeah, I've been in a calorie right. deficit for, uh, I couldn't even, you know, for forever, for a long time now. Wow. Oh, so you said 70 but, pounds? That's a lot, man. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you had that much to lose. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was that big. But How much do you weigh? 178. Okay. Hey, so bro, you're I the weigh, lightest in the group. Yeah, yep. I weigh more than him, and he benches twice as much as <laughs> I was. I was 205 this spring, and um, now I've been I've been fasting this since the spring. That's that's how I've lost the last last few pounds, and running more intense. I get intensely. So you but, haven't ate since the spring? Like just fasting, uh, <laughs> the, the intermittent fasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd be dead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, how much do you bench? You said he be- you bench like twice what he benches. Oh, uh, three fifty. That's that's about what I'm okay. sitting at right now. That's close enough. That's, twice. That's pretty good. You say right oh. now? Did you bench more when you were two hundred and forty pounds? Oh, uh, about two months ago, I benched three ninety. Just uh, two months ago? Yeah. Wow. But I uh, when I dropped this last, I dropped about twenty pounds in about three weeks and i lost a lot of strength when i did that wow how'd you lose that quick i, I guess uh i don't know if my metabolism guess the stomach virus or what you know it's just i woke up and just started losing weight you know Drugs. So what you're saying is for all the people out there that think they can't lose weight so they don't go to the gym it's they a lot easier tried. than they think calorie deficit burn off the calories that you do eat boom you just got to do the work. <laughs> it, it's yeah. by far simpler than I used to think it was. I, yeah. I made it too hard in the past. Uh, it, it's intimidating. Kill yourself doing chalk fit. That'll do it too, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, if you throw a few times doing that, that'll, <laughs> that'll do it. Has your butt gotten any bigger doing chalk fit? There's a I lot think of, so. It's a lot of butt-oriented yeah. <laughs> workouts. Lunges and kettlebell swings almost every <laughs> day. A lot of posterior they did, they changes. They lunges sure. today, man. Oh, my gosh. Did you do it, Peyton? Nope. Just one time. Yeah. That, that once was enough. I don't. So, yeah. I thought I, I was thinking of what I did. I thought like I didn't even do many, much uh, butt stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> butt stuff. That's yeah. That's we're gonna have. They're gonna get us. That's gonna get us. That's <laughs> gonna get me flagged. <laughs> so what's your? How'd you get into fitness? Oh, probably football. Um. I started playing football when I was a kid uh, in high school. You know, you just started training for it. And then uh, through through football, I started powerlifting in high school. And that's probably that's probably been the uh, – I fell in love with powerlifting probably more than I did football whenever yeah. I was doing it. And Were you always I, just naturally strong? Or? Yeah. So one day I just woke up and I was strong. <laughs> it's just, I, don't, I can't explain it. Yeah. He's growing. That's like my deadlift. You know, it just showed up one day. Man, my legs a... are what's, what's, <laughs> what used to be freakishly strong back in the day. Yeah. 
That's I just felt like, like at my strongest, my legs were like much stronger than someone would look at me and think because I have no legs. Mm-hmm. But I could squat 440, like A to A through like, the ground, right? I mean, it was my butt was under the floor pretty much. Oh, yeah. And your feet were touching, <laughs> basically. It didn't make any sense. And what happened to you now, man? Uh, look, we, this is this podcast is about PJ, not me. <laughs> it's about Peyton. Yep. So football, man. Yeah. That's like prime time to just get all the gains. It's high well, school. Like look at, looking Peyton. back, I kind of think that um. I probably way overdid it. Like I've got back problems now from being 160 pounds and then making, you know, I was squatting 500 and that was not, I would say a six year old kid does not need to do that. <laughs> I wish I could squat so, 500. That, that would be nice. You know, 500, <laughs> five, five minute mile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would be the ultimate goal. <laughs> Man, it's right, my so lifetime goal. On the topic of football, uh, what position do you think I would play if I played football, Dylan? You, Dylan, like don't, te- don't tell him what I say, but I, I don't, I don't even remember what you said. But Dylan swears that I should have played football, and yeah, I've never bro. played. Long Kicker. arms. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that. Pretty sure that's what someone told me the other day. As tall He's, as you are, as light as you are, wide receiver, free safety, all day. I said wide receiver. I always like. I always thought like I would be like a receiver or you know safety or something. I was never big enough to be a running back. I'm just yeah. private I'm, school. You could have been a defensive end, probably. I'm just I'm just fast. That's yeah. the only thing. Yeah, you could have probably been a fast pass rusher on the end on the edge if you could have if you could have put on some weight. Yeah, I said he would have been the perfect wide receiver. He should walk on or something at Ole Miss. It's not too late. <laughs> we just throw him a couple of passes, man, and he'll be ready to go. Man, Dylan trying to, to get me to play football, do law enforcement. Be like, you just want, I just want you out the factory. Yeah, I want myself out the factory. Then, <laughs> <laughs> so here's your chance, man. You got to sell him on it. He'll be working beside you this time. Hey. Next no, year, not this time. A couple whenever. months from next year, about fourteen well, months. It's a good it job. Could be this time next year, but they don't. They don't pay a whole lot, but uh, you know, you can retire early. That's the main thing. Uh, make your own schedule. Nobody's nobody's breathing down your neck, telling you what to do and when to do it. Really? Yeah, I make. You know, my my boss is. You know, he, we got a supervisor, but it ain't like. Hey man, you need to be here. It's just you hear from him every once in a while, and he wants to make sure you're doing what you're doing. But he ain't calling you every day to see what you're doing. You have certain like hours a week you have to work. 160 hours every four weeks, every 28 days. Okay. However so, you get them, that's on you. So, what is your typical day to day like when you wake up, go out to? You know, so, be one of them fancy game wardens. It it, it varies from uh, season to season. You know, like time of the year. Um, like right now, it's it's hot. There's not a whole lot going on. So, you know, you'll get up that morning, make a loop, check your public lands, um, see if anybody's fishing. Commercial fishing is real big right now. Uh, people are still crappie fishing. You're busier on the weekends, um, so you're gonna spend your weekends at the lake right now. Uh, about about any game warden in the in the state will tell you that hunting season is the funnest overall. You know, 
working the lakes is not fun because you got to deal with a bunch of drunk folks. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's when your headache comes in. Oh, hunting season, man, you may, there's been several times I went to bed, I got up before the sun come up and I didn't make it home till the sun come back up again the next day. Oh, it's fun though. You know what I mean? Chasing folks and you get out on your four wheeler all morning and you ride for hours and just going into people's duck holes, checking them. Oh, you get done with that. You meet up with all your work friends, you go eat lunch, uh, go get a workout in or something, get back out at that evening. You know, and then maybe roll on into the night Man. and then answering calls that night. So you just ruin everybody's hunts pretty much all season? Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you look at it that way. <laughs> so y'all so wear like nowadays. Yeah. Oh, wait, go. I say y'all wear green. Shouldn't y'all wear like, do y'all wear orange during hunting season? We probably should wear orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot smarter. Most of us don't really mess, go in on folks deer hunting. For that very reason, um, y'all just wait for them to come out. Yeah, when it comes to deer hunting, unless we have a reason to go in. Oh, so like if it's like, you know, pitch black outside, y'all walk through and kind of check. Yeah, I mean, we we spend a lot of time in the woods at dark, uh, checking people's properties, checking complaints. Uh, You know, everybody's biggest complaint right now is putting out corn. Uh, So, you know. As part of the job, that's what we got to do. You know, if somebody calls in a complaint, we got to go follow up. And so, like, y'all can just, because, you know, game boards have a lot of jurisdiction, so y'all can just walk wherever the heck you want, right? Pretty much. Well, <laughs> no. That's an old wise tale, but we don't tell folks that. We tell them, yes, right, we can go anywhere we want to. No. We keep folks scared, you know. Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep that. We'll cut that out then. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> It's not no, we're really. no different than anybody else, man. We got to have probable cause. To, you know, you know, you can't violate somebody's Fourth Amendment right any any yeah. more than anybody can. Uh, but our probable cause is a lot easier to get than other law enforcement officers. So you said you spend a lot of the time at the lake during the like weekends and just summertime in general. You just typically just like riding around, making sure everybody's you know. Up to date on licenses, yeah, boating, yep. boating licenses, all that good stuff. Yeah, boating, boating license, boat registration, fishing license. Um, you try to make sure nobody's just drunk, acting a fool, which is mainly on the weekends. Uh, and now we've got a new law about guide fishing that took effect July the first. So now there's certain things that the guide fish may have to have on our boat. Uh, that's an increase for revenue for the people in Mississippi. You know. You know, it can go to a lot of different, a lot of good things, a lot of projects for hunters ed for kids and public land for people that don't have access to land to go hunting. Um, I think it's going, I think it's going to be a good revenue stream for the department because um, it's pretty hefty, especially for non-residents. I'm going to formally file a complaint right now. I passed my boating license test in sixth grade, and I never got my boating license. Mm, so. <laughs> That sounds like a personal problem. It sounds like and you got to take it again. Everybody else got them. I did the best on the test and never got my mail to me. Well, I can look and see if it's in our system. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might have to just take it again. Don't worry. If you go through the academy, you have to take the class again. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, I was so mad. I never got it. My brother got his. I'm just like, it don't make sense. I think I got mine too. I may have exaggerated. I probably didn't do the best in the class, but I passed. Are you sure you passed? I'm, I'm sure I passed. 
It wasn't very hard. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they sat there and told us the answers. <laughs> I think that's still how it goes. <laughs> you were describing the job, and Peyton was just lighting up. I was like, yep, he just won him over. Yeah, I'm like, that's, I mean, that, that like, does I've sound like fun, man. That sounds it's, like man, fun. Man, look, it, it, I promise you, I never thought I would love a job, and I don't hate my job a day in the, ever. You know, it's, it's it, I, you can go, I can go do what I want to. I can make whatever out of the day I want to make it. And not a lot of places you get to do that. Now, granted, the money's not great, but I mean, it's, I'm making a living and I got part-time jobs to, to make up, you know, make up whatever I, I, I need. You got retirement. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm retiring when I'm 50. Health I don't insurance. know what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Yeah, hopefully if I got many years left at me after that, you know. Dude, I get bored when I get retired. I got to do something. I'm the same way. I'm, oh. I'm, that's why I'm trying to learn skills. So I can I start building buildings across my property and stuff just for the heck of it. Shut up, Bill. A lot of us, a lot of us work part time at local sheriff's departments. Um, that's what a lot of a lot of um, game wardens do, or cut grass, or it's you know it's a, it's a it's a whole whatever you want to do on the side. It's up to you. Train feed people, you know, whatever. So you what? don't get like you don't get overtime, right? You just work nah, your. You just every, work your every once in a while, hours. like you can get overtime if the governor or the uh, really if the president declares a state of emergency. That's about the only time you're gonna get on natural disasters or something like that. Uh, yeah. That's about the only time you can get overtime. So, like, you're only working 160 hours of every four weeks. And Not like, every time. Uh, there's specialized units you can get on. Um, like, I'm on the special response team for the department. And so we get a lot of overtime or comp time through the department that way because we get anything that happens in the state um, as in natural disasters, uh, missing people, uh, escaped convicts. You know, we get called out for that kind of stuff like, you know, pretty pretty regularly. And if we get called out on that, then we get, we get compensated for that some way, either through time or through money, one of two. This is pretty much like an interview. For me <laughs> this whole podcast you got the application oh yeah i think i got one laying around there somewhere i applied for it last year well no, this year i meant and you backed and then, out and then canceled Wimp. and back out <laughs> or i don't i don't told dylan he gonna be my he gonna be my trainer well but he oh. won't he won't agree so i guess it's just me yelling at myself at night he said i gotta come out at midnight and yell at him in the rain yeah, <laughs> you have to wake up. <laughs> How about four in the morning? That's more like it. Yeah, you'll be you'll be working out at four o'clock in the morning during academy. It won't be yeah. stretching. You'll be working out at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the academy. Like, what is it like? All the other academies, like if if I had to, like I was telling uh, telling Peyton the other day, if you've ever seen Full Metal Jacket, the movie, uh, it's a war movie about yeah, boot camp. It. You know, that's about as, about as accurate as I can make it out to be. Uh, yelling, and they don't cuss at you like that, but uh, you're going to be up every morning at 4 o'clock working out, running. Uh, you, they, they're going to do room inspections every morning. If your room's not clean, they're gonna, you have to, you'll get in trouble. You have to do push-ups, sit-ups, you know. How long whatever. is it? Huh? How long is the academy? Depends. Uh how they're doing it now, it's about six months total. That's pretty long. Uh, you'll go through six weeks at the Game and Fish Academy, and then you'll go to the General Police Academy for, for 12 weeks, and then you'll come back for six at the, at the Game and Fish okay. Academy. So it's and, like uh, 
extra. Yeah, uh, when you come back from the police academy, that last six weeks, it's not going to be as bad. The first six weeks, yeah, it's going to be pretty yeah. rough. You know, they gonna they gonna make sure you want to be there. So, I've because I've always watched like a lot of videos about boot camp because I was debating on going to the military a couple of years ago. But is it like Aren't we all every yeah. day? Right, you're re- you're working out. There are no rest days as far as working out goes. No, I mean, uh, I think the way the game of fish is set up is Sundays and Mondays you're training, and Wednesdays and Thursdays, so you get Tuesdays off, Tuesday mornings off. That's how we did it. Now, I oh yeah, because you're only there five days a week. Yeah, I can't speak for how it is now. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's mostly, uh, for the most part, it's mostly running long distance fast and um, doing like a some type of body weight circuits. The, I'm trying to think of the word uh, calisthenics. Uh, it's, it's what they call it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of body weight stuff. What's the standard for like your run? What, y'all doing like a two miler? Mile, uh, well, to get in, you got to run a mile and a half. Uh, if you're 21, 20 to 29, uh, you got to run it in like 1430. Uh, so that's that's basically a 10-minute mile pace. It's not terrible. Okay. That's like a jo- easy jog for us. Yeah. I mean, now, six years ago, I could have told you I never would have ran that in my life, you know. But yeah. now, uh, figuring out how to run is the main thing, uh, which – Peyton ain't got nothing to worry about. He's running. He's running for a marathon. So, yeah, he ran a mile a couple weeks ago, like six seventeen or something. Yeah, which is great. Oh, I mean, that's. I would definitely try to get it faster. Because <laughs> they like, they'll do they'll do certain things through the academy and test you. The the, the instructors like to see that a guy's in fit is fit. You know, so if he goes in there and they they say, all right, guys, today we're going to do a mile for time. We're going to see who the fastest guy is. They like to see you know. They like they get pumped up about that kind of stuff just like you do. Now, if you run a six minute flat mile, they're gonna be like, "All right, dude, <laughs> okay." <laughs> you know he won't. He's ready. And no matter your fitness level, they're gonna be able to tell your effort. That's yeah, I, that. I think up until like my maybe a half mile into that mile, or maybe it three quarter or something. Mile. It was like I was like my estimated finish time was like five forty five. But I just kind of slowed down towards the end. Yeah, legs stopped working. Yeah, I'm running just as hard as a, one mile is just as hard as a marathon, right, Dylan? That's what you always say. Every run's as hard <laughs> as you make it. They always hard. I've never found one I mean, that was easy. A marathon is its own beast just because it's so long. But yeah. speaking of beast, you know, when y'all doing the Spartan Beast. I don't know. Maybe next year. I, 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 it's on my list. I want to do it. Might as well hit the trifecta. Yeah. Not the same weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man, Atlanta, March twenty twenty four, doing it again. Uh, I ain't I doing the same weekend. Twenty degree weather. <laughs> man, that was crazy. That was wild. But, so what so, was that? Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna ask. So how often do y'all just? go around and just do range time, you know, shooting firearms. It's supposed to be once a year. Um, that's basically, uh, you're, quali- you're required by the state of Mississippi to do it at least once a year. You know, of course, we'd all love to do it more, yeah. uh, but, but the budget the budget won't allow us to do more. Now, you can do what you want to on your own. We, uh, 
which we got a range here in Batesville. Um, we have two ranges actually here in Panola County that are really nice. Um, so you, I mean, you can shoot as much as you want to, but as for with the department, it's, one, it's at a minimum once a year, unless you get with some specialized unit or something. I like to be specialized. You are pretty yeah, well, special. You put in your time and get off probation, and uh, we just we just got a uh, dive team started. Just got some canine unit started. Uh, probably won't be doing the diving, but yeah, I'm not much of a swimmer myself. <laughs> I tell them they can have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a training a couple years ago. We had to get in the water. It was February, and it was so freaking cold. We had we had dry suits on. And we had to swim a couple hundred yards back there and back and ended up being about a quarter mile swim. And then they drag you by the boat through the water to, I don't like, I'm, I'm comfortable in the water, but I don't like to swim. So speaking of the swim, that's kind of what Peyton brought as his reason for not going to be a game warden this year. I'm like, bro. I haven't done any work on it yet either. <laughs> They're not trying to be Navy SEALs. <laughs> They, I promise you, if I can pass this with the swim test, anybody can. Because I can't, I can't swim. I'm not a swimmer. Oh, just to get hired, you have to swim 25 meters or 50 meters, something like that. Something you know, short. Bro, they just want to make sure you're not going to drown. They just want to make sure you can get in the water and not die. <laughs> uh, I'm going to test the waters right quick before we move on. Are you going to go out in the swim or something? What do you, what do you oh. think of this right here, man? This, I don't know much about it, man. This, this brand right here, man. I don't know much about that brand. Oh, man. Where'd you get it from? The internet. Sportsman's Warehouse. Can you get flat? I mean, you don't get in trouble with that kind of stuff. I thought you could talk about that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to find out, I guess. <laughs> Fishing weight. Yeah. <laughs> Roger said that's a fishing weight. <laughs> a boat anchor. Man. Roger's talking I, I trash. I told Dylan I was going to get your opinion, or we, that we should get your opinion on our pew pews. I don't have mine right yeah. here today. I don't have any front serrations. This one doesn't have any serrations on the front of the slide, so I can't do a press check very well. But, you know. I was just wanting to see if you knew anything about. Roger, are you just Team Glock? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know much about that brand. Oh, they give us Glocks for work. Darn, I gotta use a Glock. Yeah, you don't have a choice in that fact. You're gonna have to shoot a Glock. That sucks. What kind of Glock is it? These are our old ones. We just bought those back. They issued us some new guns, a new pew pews, and uh, <laughs> they uh, and we had to buy those back. That's cool. Yeah. Do y'all just well, have uh, just the iron sights on there? Yeah, for now. Um, our new ones we just got are actually they're cut for optics on the slide, and there's a big push to go to red dots, and you know on them. I think yeah, I think the- that's I think we're gonna go to them. That's the only reason I don't like this one, really. Of course, I have a double action, so yeah. it, uh, but so it has this decocker, oh, right there, yeah, in place. So I can't exactly uh, it, so because of the decocker, it's not optics cut, and uh, 
I couldn't find any aftermarket slides with an optic uh, optics cut. Yeah. But I am about to get another one of these Canics, and uh, it's the uh, Meta MC9. It's a little bit more compact. I think it's what people. It's the new like micro compact. Oh my goodness, what people call them now. And uh, it's optics cut. You know, it's single action, so I don't have to worry about a decocker in the way or anything. Looks nice. And it's a it's a nice one now. If only my camera was picking up nice. Yeah, the um, I recommend everybody get one. You know, especially especially the way the world is coming to. There we go. Uh, he went ahead and did it. I was going to ask. Oh, uh, I'm a firm believer in it. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, is that like a common consensus among law enforcement? I feel like I haven't ran across any around here that are like don't have guns. You know. Um, I think it depends on the on the on the lifestyle and the type of situation that person's in. I for think sure. for the most part, because we see, we we see everything nobody else nobody else needs to see. You know, we see the worst of the worst of people. Yeah. Um, and um, everybody we come in contact with on Game and Fish side, I mean, every single one of them is carrying a firearm. I mean, it's, you know, it, we're, we're, we're comfortable around them. It's not like, yeah, it's not like that. But I've just seen instances, you know, burglaries and, I work right at county too, um, so I mean, I see, I you know, I see that side of law enforcement too, not just through gaming fish. Uh, you know, I've seen everything on that side, from homicides to drug deals to burglaries and petty, you know, petty crimes, and you know, there's a lot of people could use could could as long as they're trained in it. There's good. There's a good reason to have a uh, you know self defense type of situation. But if you if if you yourself are not going to the range. And you're you're not equipping your family how to handle with certain situations, you're doing yourself injustice. And you might as well just yeah. you might as well have a paperweight, right? Because if, if if when it, once your adrenaline gets up, you can you can throw it all out the window. Just throw the not, gun if, at them. Yeah, if you're not if you're not if you're not comfortable, uh, I mean you you might as well just lay there. Dylan went to the range on the fourth. Yeah, fourth yeah. backyard. Yeah, his backyard. <laughs> I I have a, I'm actually putting a video of that when we're like shooting guns, my uh, first gun, uh, YouTube video. So we're going to see if we get flagged for anything we did. I tried not to get flagged. I mean, I watch all kinds of videos. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's certain things you can't do. Like I just started watching you. I'm not monetized phone. anyway. So yeah. Yeah. I watch a lot of gun tube. So I, uh, crap. Oh yeah. Last night I went, Bought me some snap caps or ordered some snap caps. I'm gonna start dry fire training, uh, mixing in snap caps with real live rounds and... in the house. No, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be outside. I, I, you say that, but oh, back when I was coming to the academy, I used to make sure a thousand times that my gun was unloaded. But and I sit there in front of the TV, and every time the bad guy popped up, I pull out of my holster and dry fire the TV. Now. You screw up and shoot the deck up TV, you know. <laughs> you, well, you're going Peyton, to live with that one. Uh, oh, because that's what Roger said. He does all, all the time. Like every night, he's watching TV. He just has it next to him, and he'll just pick out a person. So I was doing that last last night, watching the, some YouTube. It's and, it's, uh, great. it's a you great shoot tool. Durant, though. Huh? Yeah, I, I, that's what I, that's what I was thinking of while yeah. I was like, like he, he's always on YouTube doing stuff. Yeah, he's crazy, man. I was trying to shoot that idiot that he was uh, 
doing the video with Charlie. They're hilarious. <laughs> I hate oh, really? I mean, I watched his video the other day and I ended up buying a freaking gun because I was like, yep, he said it was good. I got to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, super high quality. Yeah. I love watching him. Yep. <clears throat> Which I've just now got into, uh, I've started uh, buying suppressors and um, building ARs and stuff. And I'm kind of, kind of dabbling my toes into that and um it's expensive <laughs> yeah I, I didn't need another expensive habit yeah, i'm gonna dad's, build one but i just bought one my dad's about to get ready he's about to pay the 200 bucks to for to get a suppressor mm-hmm. get the suppressor send his barrel off to get threaded because he's suppressing a 30 out six for coyote hunting <laughs> he's got He's got, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Thor infrared scopes. Yeah, yeah. He, he got one of, the, he hadn't even put it on his gun yet. He's had it for like a year. He just looks in, he just looks through it until we can get his rifle set up. <laughs> They're pretty high, aren't they? Yeah, it, uh, that, I think he paid 1700 for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because mm. uh, that's what I was wanting to do. I was wanting, because shoot, <laughs> I plan on getting a new AR here soon. And uh uh oh, we said AR got uh, flagged. I plan. No, we're talking about accelerated reading from school. Yeah, yeah. AR <laughs> my my AR. Which AR points? Yeah, fifteen of them. Top of the class. No. Uh, I plan on getting a new one soon. There you go. There's that's, a lot that up. That's the bad boy. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta come shoot it now. <laughs> uh, and uh. It is a deer hunting machine. It, is that a, is, what kind? What kind of gun is it? AR ten. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. So it's a three hundred eight, but it's suppressed, and I, it is sweet. How quiet is it? Uh, probably about like a twenty two mag. Oh, that's mag. shooting. That's shooting that's cool. normal rounds. You can get yeah. uh, self sonic rounds. You'll never hear it. Yeah. Because you lose, you lose I your get two. Yeah, like I'm about to uh purchase that new handgun here in a couple of weeks i'm also uh i'm looking at getting two new uh accelerated reading tens uh one i want to get one for varmint hunting yeah so i want to get like you ever heard of wilson combat yes i want to get one of their like 22 250s uh and uh i want to get it suppressed um, and then you know, I mean, they're get, freaking their platforms are like twenty five hundred dollars bare. Yeah, they they're not cheap, but you, they're like super nice, and I want one. Are you affiliated with the ATF? No. <laughs> okay, good. They're a joke. I won't, I won't say why, but good. Bro, you can my, say my, why, bro? My YouTube been filling up here, bro about the updates on the rolling and stuff and the, the pistol brace yeah i don't even get me started on that hey roger ain't up to date yet <laughs> well is he well, hey, he's not well, wrong he's not wrong yeah okay he can't I just, but you can't afford it though i can also yeah i can't afford it yeah i just bought a um i bought a sig ar actually it's a sig short barrel rifle sbr and so now I got to wait for my uh, my paperwork to clear, and that could be 
six days, could you be know, six months. Yeah, I'm glad you, know. you brought that up, okay? Because I want an SBR, right? And I know you got to get it, <laughs> you know, tax stamp, you know, registered and all that. Can you buy, when you buy an, an SBR outright, can you go ahead and, uh, oh, Lord. It take, you have to use it. all that process. Yeah, like, do, when you actually buy one, do you go ahead and buy the tax stamp with it, do the registration with it and all that, and then you get the SBR? So, easiest thing to do if you go buy an SBR, buy it without the brace attached to it. Buy it brand new. If you buy it already registered, it'll take it'll take six months to a year to get it back. But if you buy an SBR without the brace attached to it, and then buy your own brace, and then you fill out a form, uh, this particular form through the ATF, and you get it back in like thirty days, and then then you're good, and you still got to buy the tax stamp, but it's way quicker process. So there you go, Peyton. Sorry, I and missed I would, that. I, I would missed... recommend doing that because I did it the other way, and it's not fun. Yeah, I missed everything after uh, buy it without the brace. I was he was chatting. I was replying to Roger on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> buy it. It's quicker buy to buy it without it. Buy it without the brace. Buy the brace separately. You can fill out a form. It takes thirty days instead of six months or forty-five days. You know, but it's still quicker. It's going to be a lot quicker than it would be if you just bought it already built. And put together. Is it legal to hunt with five five six? You can hunt deer? in Mississippi you can hunt with whatever you want to hunt with as long as it's the open season. I killed you my with a fifty cow. I killed my first deer. I was seven and I killed my first deer with a twenty two. I've never killed killed one for twenty two. I shot it no. behind the ear though. Oh it drops right guys there. Guys that hunt with fifty cows and wow. They they miss the deer and it, and it still kills them. Yeah. yeah. I want one say. of them like fifty AE uh, like the Desert Eagle. Oh yeah, <laughs> just go hunting with it. Uh, yeah, my first deer I killed with a thirty thirty. It was a Winchester Model eighty four. Yeah. Uh, and then my second, I've only killed two because I usually don't have a lot of time to hunt. But that was with my Ruger American six five Creedmoor, which I'm actually thinking about getting suppressed because it's already threaded. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a nice rifle. It'd be quieter than my dad's thirty out six. That's why I like that three eight so much because it's so quiet. Uh, I got a seven mag I hunt with. That choker will blow <laughs> your eardrums out. I promise. Oh, I, you know, I got into bow hunting about five six years ago, and that's that's really what I'm trying to focus on a little that's more. That's really quiet. Uh, you want to buy a bow? I just got a brand new bow today. <laughs> Look, well, man. I, I bought a bow several years ago and was going to try hunting with it. And I just, I bought one of like the bear, uh, I think it was like a wild HC or something. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, I didn't really want to bow hunt. So I tried selling it and I tried selling it for like three years and nobody ever got it. So it's just in the attic. Why don't you so, hunt with it? I, Cause now I, if I did, I'd, I'm going to have to go and get it restrung because I don't trust them strings sitting in that case for six years. That, uh, like just, that just sounds like an excuse. Yeah, that's an excuse. Well, speaking of AR points, <laughs> you don't need uh, more than one round to hunt with, man. Do you, do you, you going to miss? I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> you don't, you're not a very, very good anti, shot. 
he's very anti-reading, so you have to. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't like ARs. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I'm all for it. More, more rounds I can put down range, the more stuff I can shoot at. <laughs> more books I'm, can AR-10 is better than AR-15, man. Five less ARs. Yeah. Less deadly. Yeah, exactly. It's just a smaller book. Yeah. <laughs> Quicker read. Yeah. Well, so you think, so one thing I saw, I have a lot of friends in Alabama because I used to live there. Uh, they recently, I don't know if it was recent, but like they passed the constitutional carry. Uh-huh. And uh, like somebody was like, that is not safe having people carry and they don't need a permit or whatever. I was like, criminals are going to do that anyway. Oh yeah, you know people in Mississippi, you can carry now, anyways. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, it's a, it's. You only have to have a permit if you're going to conceal it, or uh, you've got to have an enhanced carry for certain situations. Man, you know it's a. Uh, no matter what you do, the criminals are going to do what the criminals do. Right. Um, it's already illegal why, to murder people. You yeah. know why? 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 Uh, why make it harder for your law-abiding citizens to protect themselves? Um. You know, the people that are doing wrong are, are going to continue to do wrong because there's one thing we can't stop in this world, and that's because there's sin in this world, you know, and it, that, ain't going, that ain't going nowhere. Right. Hey, Owen. Owen told me to say hey to him. That's my brother-in-law. He's like, I think he's 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we last, we asked the last police officer we had on here this. Um Throughout, well, through being a game warden, what's like the scariest situation you've been in? Being a game warden? Oh, i tell you what, the I've had a couple of them, but the most recent one. Things um, that you can tell, anyway. I can tell this story. Um, you remember you remember about the first of the year when some guys escaped out of jail in Grenada? Uh, it would have been probably first of March, end of February, somewhere around there. Um, Maybe I think this year. You said, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think I think so. A uh, couple guys escaped out of jail in Grenada. Information got out they were they were living in the woods, um, you know, hiding out, trying to wait till they could escape, you know, get further out. So they called they called our our team in, which our our SRT team, and uh, that's kind of what we the U.S. Marshals called us in. Cause that's kind of like what we specialize in is man tracking through the woods or we call it taxar, which is tactical search, you know, through the woods. Um, and, uh, man, it, it never fails. You train, 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 and, uh, you go on all these missions and nothing ever happens. And, um, uh, you start bull crapping around and, and oh man, ain't nobody over there. You know, we can walk, you know, and then, you know, it turns out, you know, y'all all sitting there laughing and, and walking through the woods and next thing you know, you know, two or three hundred yards away, you spot the guys. And uh, that's when the switch flips. It goes from, you know, hanging out, being, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's serious business. And uh, anyway, so we made contact with this guy and he, um, he ended up, uh, he ended up taking his own life uh, about five yards from me. And uh, that was probably the most, that was by far the most serious you know, situation I've, I've, had, I've been in um, since I've started. Um, and other guys have been through more stuff. 
You know, we've got a couple guys that have actually, you know, had to kill some people. Um, you know, you just never know. It can happen anytime. Uh, I can tell you what, though, I was in a lot better shape. I, I've been on several missions with this team. And one of the first missions I ever went on was 70 pounds ago. And I, in the same type of situation, t- tracking a guy through the woods. And, I, and I, that's for the first time in my life, I got I got up the top of a hill and I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I couldn't breathe. Oh, uh, I think it's because of, I think it's, you know, probably fitness. Um, whenever I got in better shape, that's what you, you were able to handle, handle that kind of stuff a little bit better. You know, you, you react better. You don't have to, uh, I think, I think physical fitness plays a, a, a huge part in law enforcement guys. Um, I mean, it's, it's life or death out there. And if you're not ready for it, it's, it's it'll be ready for you. You never know when it's going to happen, especially now, you know, with, with where the world is. You still never know. Yeah, that's something that I've, you know, thought about before, you know, because, like, when you're in law enforcement, you know, you need to be fit. And, you know, I see a lot of officers that are just, like, some are just, like, morbidly obese, you know. Yeah, sloppy. And I'm just, like. We call them soupy. Like, they're, the, <laughs> like, the desk job kind of workers that are still out in the field somehow. It's, like. I don't see how, you know, we we need to have like the fittest officers we can have. Cause like, you know, somebody that weighs 300 pounds eats, you know, donuts and cheeseburgers all day, probably ain't going to be able to catch a guy that runs from them. You know, I like donuts and cheeseburgers too. Now I, mean, I really like donuts <laughs> and cheeseburgers, but you know, we're not 300 pounds eating donuts and cheeseburgers. You know, and uh, I agree. I think, I think it's a bad representation on your agency. It's a bad representation on law enforcement in general. When you see a guy that can't even see his shoes because he's so obese, uh, you know he's not gonna do his job. You know it, it ain't it ain't you. It kind of sucks, especially this time of you know this day and age of being a cop because people expect so much out of you. Yeah. You get out of the vehicle and they already think that you're a bad guy. You know what I mean? So you need to at least look the part. And if stuff if if sugar turns to crap, you need to be able to handle yourself. And being a game warden, you're by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, your closest backup can be an hour, hour and a half, two hours away. And if something happens on the side of the road one night, I mean, you need to be at least able to hold your own, you know. Because if, you know, if you ever go hands-on with somebody, it don't matter how good a shape you are, your heart rate's getting elevated. And if yeah. it's not used to being elevated, you, you're gonna have, you, you'll never be able to survive that. And that's kind of why – um. That's what uh, I just started doing what they call law fit through the department. Um, it's a competition nationally um, through any agency in the country can, can can join. Through any law enforcement agency in the country can join. It's a competition to see who the most fit law enforcement officers in the country are. And uh, that's what the guy who founded it was talking about uh, during one of the um, opening, uh, opening you know, arguments or opening talks ceremonies today. He said, man, the reason I started this, he said, because I wanted, I wanted to promote law enforcement officers being as fit as they possibly could to be able to handle any situation. He said, because every time we've ever talked to anybody that's been in an officer-involved shooting or, or has not, who, 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 an offender who has not decided to take action on a, on a law enforcement officer, he said, why did you not or why did you take action against that guy? They, most 90% of them say, I looked like I could take him. I didn't look, he didn't look like he knew what he was doing. You know, he looked sloppy. He looked fat. 
you know, doesn't look like a real cop. Um, and the ones that don't do it I always say, you know, if the guy looks looks like he means business, you know, most of the time I'm not going to sit there and try him, you know. Yeah, that's what I was watching something the other day, and they were talking about uh, what, like, traffickers look for and kids, and it's like if they have a strong dad, they're not messing with them. Yep, yep. If they have, like, Absolutely. a small, weak, frail dad that they're going, that's somebody they're looking for. Somebody they can, easy, easy targets. Yeah. So basically in my training to get used to high heart rate, I just should just fight Dylan, get used to being under pressure. i keep it low, man. I wouldn't be much pressure. Yeah, put the boxing gloves on and just fight as much as you can. Because you're going to have to fight a couple times in the academy. I'll fight Jordan now. Here's what we can do, Peyton. We could go back to the range and like you could run around and I'll try to shoot you. Don't, sounds like a plan. <laughs> get your a heart rate idea. up. I just don't try to lead your shots because you might actually hit <laughs> I'm going to trail you. Carson said, Carson commented on Facebook. This is Carson Smith. He's actually been on here. He's one of our buddies. He remembers when the uh, people escaped, uh, but he thinks, he bets that you couldn't find him. He's untraceable. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a He's ninja. probably right. He's probably right. All right. Roger actually said on YouTube, he said the dude that escaped from Yalabusha a couple years back that they chased everywhere around Enid, he uh, apparently went to their hunting cabin that they had turned into a gym for, and then stole Jonathan's lifting shoes. <laughs> Not a good idea if you want to run. Yeah, like put them on and started running. I bet they... Clop, 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 clop. Uh, yeah. Calves cramped up halfway. Oh, through. yeah. That's, that's the main uh, thing I figured out about those no bulls, man. It, it ain't no running, flat, no man. jokers. Yeah. I have the I have Metcons, man. They're they're okay for like a two hundred meter, but maybe, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but if you're lifting and running, like if you have legit running shoes, you don't want to be lifting in those for sure. I'd rather run in Metcons than I'd rather run in Hey Dudes and lift and. Well, I mean, I've got my Brooks yeah. and stuff. I've been doing CrossFit those for a year. <laughs> yeah, they're probably sturdy. Yeah, they're not. They're done. <laughs> I had to buy some more, but then I bought those. Uh, I bought those no bulls to, to, to quit doing so much weights in. So you just been doing CrossFit basically? Mm, yeah, I mean, um, here the last couple couple weeks, yeah, uh, for the last four months since about February March, I was training for LawFit, so I was kind of following my own. I didn't do CrossFit the whole time I was doing that. I stayed away from hitting legs altogether, you know, mostly running four, five, six times a week and doing a bunch of pull-ups and benching every day, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was – I'm was, i I'm still hungry, uh, but, it, you know, it was how much weight can you drop and how lean can you get and keep your strength and how fast can you run, you know. Do you uh... – Go ahead, Peyton. Yeah, I still got to get my bench up if I'm going to do that law fit, you know. You got the speed. All you need is to get the bench up now and the pull-ups. I did five the other day. <laughs> I did pull-ups for a while, and then. You were I, killing the pull-ups. Yeah, bro, I was doing this year. pull-ups like twice a week, doing like 
I would split them up into like, you know, I was doing at least 50 every time I did them pretty much, you know, just yeah. trying to get, cause I was wanting to do Murph strict this year. How'd that go? Then I, it went great, man. It didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Cause I didn't, didn't do, do it, it at all. <laughs> but, it sucked. I, I do want to do a Murph strict one day. I just, that's yeah, what that I was sounds trying to better. do, but yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing about a uh, law fit. Uh, when you do your pull ups, you're you're sitting with your um. They got a board six inches from the where your what the bar is where you grab. So I mean, you there's no kipping. It's all yeah. on command. You know, it's uh, it sucks the whole time. I need to find another night shift guy to yell at me in the rain at midnight. <laughs> Get you out there doing push ups. Yeah. What exactly? Is law fit? That is a specific so, test. It's a competition um, they do every year. It uh, it changes locations. Um, any you know, so this year we had it in Flowood down in Jackson, and it was a uh, agencies from all over the country showed up. We had Virginia, New Jersey, Alabama, Texas. Uh, it was a lot of Mississippi folks because it's based in Mississippi this year. Um, and basically, it's, a, it's an event. Um, it's an individual and team event. Six different events that you can compete in and uh, see who's the most fittest in the country. You know, what what, what agency is. And uh, you do sit-ups, pull-ups, mile-and-a-half run, bench press, an obstacle course, and then a flexibility test. And basically, you can win. you can win each of those events individually. You can win overall individually, and then you can win as a team. And that's basically that's, that's kind of how they do it. So, who all ended up being better than y'all? Uh, Game and Fish took first place this year. Oh, uh, first in the team and first individually. Hey, man, y'all the best in the country, man. Hey, we are this year. We may not be <laughs> next year. <laughs> or at least out of the people that showed up. Yeah. Yeah, we need some more folks involved. You get Peyton in there, man. Hey, look, we need with. we need some young guys in there. I'm, a, I'm the youngest wet guy on the team, and it sucks. It's uh, your points are based off your age too. Uh, so the oh. 20 year old bracket is the worst bracket. So if you and a 40 year old score that do exactly the same, he scores 50 points higher than you. If y'all score, if y'all did everything together, the, the exact same. Wow. Good times. <laughs> Gotta get my bench up, man. Yeah, you got to. I mean, you. you it's, it's all about. Just get to the academy, bro. Just forget yeah, everything. You gotta, else. Get, you gotta get hired first. Yeah, and, I, gotta, uh, I gotta get. I gotta actually go through it first. Academy, that's not bad, man. It's like I said when I when I first went, um, uh, I had no idea. Uh, I showed up that first day thinking it was gonna be college. Uh, I had no idea yeah. it was militarized until I, I got can there. See that. And, uh, you could tell me that it was like college. I would believe it because I just I didn't know how similar it would be to just police academy. Well, see, when I went, I started off at the police academy, and so I went police academy for three months, and then went to game and fish for four months. Like I said, when I went to the police academy, I had no—I I thought it was college. I had no idea. I was naive to it. Nobody told me. No, you know, it was. <laughs> yeah, so I get it. How old like, were you? I was 21. 
And so, I mean, I'm rolling there like. You went like, as soon as you could be a cop, you became a cop. Yeah, I was looking for a job. Uh, you know, and they, they give it, they're the first one to give it to me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Here you are. They don't want to uh, people. Man, I just remember that first day. I kind of strolled in like I was cool, you know, looking around. And next thing I know, I'm getting yelled at and then push ups, bear crawling. And, uh,. <laughs> It was it was fun it was fun for ever since then for six months. It made you get hard real quick, huh? I didn't have a choice. I wasn't I wasn't gonna come home and quit though. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't have nothing yeah. else to go do. <laughs> you know. Jonathan said he's glad to see you awake, Peyton. Yeah, I'm. A, Jonathan, you I'm wanna go wait. ahead and do our podcast with Peyton here, just to bring Jonathan in. Oh, because unlike him, I have to work in an hour. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have to if you're a game warden. You can That's make it. That's true. You could be working right now. Same, bro. Michael's gonna watch this and then fire me. That would that. be a blessing to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, man? What What's your? Uh, I don't really know much about about you, so I'm I'm just trying to get to know you more. What's your? Th- what's your? Uh, what's your? Well, I'm gonna, I got a couple other things related related to the game warden first. Uh, you said, uh, so what's the rules on the corn thing this year? So Panola County, you cannot feed. Okay. Uh, equipment County, part of it, you cannot feed. Uh, is that dude just, is the CWD? Yeah. Yeah. It's all CWD related. Oh, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a podcast and another day, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a whole nother conversation. It's, I heard it's like real bad around like Marshall <laughs> County. It's pretty bad in North Mississippi. Uh, oh, we got dude. the potential here it could kill all our deer. It's it's pretty bad, and it, it ain't a joke. Wow. What do you what? Like I know it's gonna be a that's a long conversation, but like what is one thing you could do besides like not feeding the deer? Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> We're over it. We're overpopulated, so Mother Nature's going to thin the herd by itself, anyways. Okay, that makes you sense. know what I mean. Like, we got too many does. Everybody wants to not kill does and let bucks walk. And man, we got too many deer. I mean, it what's, sucks. What's the limit on deer? I haven't hunted. Five. You know, you can kill five. three bucks and five does. I think up in Marshall County, I think you can actually kill ten does. Just because of that. So yeah. Is that eight total, or are you just five total? Eight total. Okay. Yeah. But I think I said I think up there you can kill like ten does. I think I'd go back and look. Uh, but they're trying to get them killed. <laughs> they want yeah, as many samples they can get. How would people submit that? They just we've got coolers. Um, every county is gonna have a cooler. Uh, we've got two in Panola County. We've got one uh, right off the interstate. Actually, both of them are off the interstate. One of them is down there at the Enid exit, which is technically Yellow Bush County. We got one down there, and we got one in Sardis, right there at the uh, behind uh, the, where the old armory's at in Sardis. You just submit like a sample. He's chopped the head off below the okay. below the Adam's apple. Put it in a garbage bag. Fill out the information when you get there. It's like I always take my deer to Pitcocks, and then they'll. Uh, yeah, Pitcocks is gonna test all of them yeah, for you. They'll uh, ask if you want it submitted for a sample and stuff, and yeah, you, 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 that's the easiest thing to do. I can promise you, if it comes back testing positive, you're going to know it. You're going to get a phone call. 
Hey, uh, Jonathan wants to know. You know what? Never mind. He don't need to know. He said he wants a pin on where that deer was killed on the wall behind you. I, I'll take him. Tell him how happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that, first. Did you do that? <laughs> I got to learn, you know, how to be a game warden, you know, so I got to go out there and yeah. kill the deer. He, so he actually, what happened was he pulled somebody over and just confiscated that deer. You know, I got I got a little bitty one over here on my dresser. I got this little dude last year. Little. <laughs> now I'll show you a little one. Let me let me grab my little one. I'm a turkey hunter. I like to turkey hunt more than I do deer hunt. Let's see your tattoos. I got a bunch of them, man. I got too many of them. They look pretty cool. Uh, this was my first buck, so but this is my little one that I had. Hey, I like it. But I'll, I'll put that. This is a decoration. I killed a buck. Like I think I've killed like one buck, and uh, I haven't hunted in a few years. So my dad's real big in hunting. So that's yeah. how I kind of know about all this stuff. But uh, I killed a buck one year, and I had a a, a bolt action. And I'm pretty sure I shot every bullet out of there because I was like, this beer was deer was so big. And I was like, I'm not letting this thing leave. I probably hit it on the first shot, but so I find the deer, and it's only got one side. Oh man, it was huge though. Like if you could imagine, yeah. but yeah, I think maybe I could have shot it off. What? Well, it, late in the, late in the season, they drop horns like that. Yeah, I think oh. it was like during Christmas. Like, may have been on Christmas Day. You probably shot it off. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, no, man, I got lucky. I got blessed. Uh, before I become a – being a game warden has blessed me. God knew exactly what his intentions were in my life whenever he, whenever this job fell into my lap. The only reason I killed decent deer and killed good deer and got good places to hunt and, dirt, and turkey hunt, deer hunt, is because the Lord has – because of this job. You know, I've made a lot of connections through this job that I wouldn't have made any other way. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't be hunting, but I probably, I went for, I hunted for 10 years before I even saw a deer, before I become a game warden, you know? So, oh, wow. So, it's definitely got its blessings. Uh, I meet a lot of good people. You meet a lot of people that don't want anything from you but a favor, you know what I mean? Uh, you got to look out for those kind of folks, but. It's like, yeah. hey, you you want to kill that deer? Yeah, I'll come kill it for you. You know, you know that nice twelve point you got. You know, I'll take it yeah. off your hands. Don't worry about it. You know? It's getting worse. It's getting you know, folks are getting so freaking picky, and uh, people are getting selfish, uh, more selfish than they used to be. You know, used to you could knock on somebody's door and they'd let you go hunt behind their house. You know, and yeah, man, it's people. People aren't like that anymore. You know, it's it's changing, just like everything else. Yeah, just I actually uh, <laughs> got to keep grinding. That's yeah. all I can do. <laughs> this guy that lives across the road from me, because I used to grow up going to church with him, but he has like 500 acres right across the road that he lets people hunt on. I think I'm about to start getting on his good side. 
Didn't he have like you a rough Fourth of July with him? <laughs> yeah, you me. I need to go check that land out. Make sure it's legal. Yeah, I got right. I got to make sure you don't have any like landmines or something out here. You know, I need to no illegal deer. If there's any illegal yeah. deer out there, I'll have to take them out. That's yeah. right. <laughs> any illegal feeders? I have to. I can uh, externally inspect. You know, for CWD. You know, so I don't want them walking around with it. You know, so. And you have finally, uh, <laughs> you you have discovered the, the definition of probable cause. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have a deer with CWD. I got to take a yeah. rifle in there and just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So you don't like, I'm trying to think of a good question. So it's not like, so all y'all deal with mainly, unless, you know, it's just. Stuff hits the fan. You know? Yeah. Stuff hits the fan. You're going to be dealing with like, you know, the. The convicts yeah. and stuff. But yeah. Other than that, you're just in the you're like you're uh, around the around the parks, the public land, and the well, dealing with so, hunters and fishers. Yeah. So ninety percent of what we deal with is going to be people that are compliant with the law. We're not going to have issues with things. Um. Yeah, you're going to be on public lands checking people's fishing license. Uh, everybody's going to be doing the right thing. You check some private land spots. Everybody's doing the right thing. It's a uh, you know, for the most part, it's not it's not hard to do what we do. You know what I mean? It ain't. You know, you. It's it's a good job. It's a, it's 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 fun. You know, but for the most part, yeah, you uh you deal with good people. You get every once in a while you get somebody that's gonna be rude or whatever, but you know you can't control that. Hey, Jonathan, if I don't show up to work sometimes, where do we soon, apply? Just this is what I'm don't, just don't question anything. <laughs> you go to MississippiPersonnelBoard.com. Or .gov. We'll post a link on Facebook whenever whenever we start taking applications. We're looking for folks that want to work in Panola, Lafayette Equipment, and Tunica County. Peyton. Yep. Signing up for Panola. Peyton was debating between uh, Game Warden and Oxford PD. Well, one of my best friends... Actually, two people that work for us uh, both left OPD and came on with us because they realized you, you're not going to want to pull 12-hour shifts, period, you yeah. know, no, no matter how good the money is. Yeah, that's not – Not not day in and day out. Uh, you're going to want a job that you can kind of make make your own schedule and uh, kind of, you know, make it work for you. Uh, there's times when, it, you know, it's times, there's times when, when it's time to go to work and uh, – do what you need to do, but there's also times that ain't a whole lot going on, and um, you can kind of do what you want to do. It's kind of like we always talk about Peyton working night shift. It's not like that's definitely not ideal, but like imagine doing that for like 12 hours, Peyton, and it's like high stress situations. Yeah. And like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, that's that's not healthy just for the police officer, but it's not healthy for the public or the people they're dealing no, with either because. Night shift is a is is it'll I think it makes you turn old quickly. You yeah, know? I I second that because I was I do some Uber driving. Yeah, in Oxford, like during the games and stuff, man, and I'll be up till like three, four in the morning, and takes for you like, two weeks to recover. <laughs> yeah, for like the next week, like I 
slower reaction time. Absolutely. And I'm forgetting stuff. I just feel stupider. Yeah. Like, I was, I think I told PJ this at the gym. Like, once I swapped to this night shift, you know, the weekends, you know, were get for hard. So I like, because of church and I have the flip schedules and stuff. So one Monday, I just decided just to stay up. That way I could, because if I went to sleep, then I'd wake up too late. And then I'd, you know, it would just start a domino effect of waking up too late, going to sleep too late. So I just stayed up as long as I could. So I worked. Uh, I was, by the time I was leaving work, I was already up for like 30 hours. I just started playing this new hunting game where I was, you know, hunting all kinds of crap. I remember like, think looking away from the road for just a second. Like I'm a mile away from home. Look back at the road and I see bears and moose on the road. <laughs> or I was like straight over hallucinating. I'm like, oh, somebody oh could pick man. you man. I'm like, yeah. I'm one mile away from home. Come home, man. Man, those are the worst. That's when I, I knew I had to figure something out for these weekends. You know, uh, like I said, I'm not going to say you're not going to have to work nights with us, but um, it will be a lot different type of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, another instance, uh, I got a high-speed pursuit one night. I was working headlight with my partner. He would just come out of the academy. Uh, I was FTO with him. And... Uh, which for the uh, people don't know that as field training officer. So I was training a new guy that just graduated Academy, um, to be ready to work the field by himself. And, um, we had just got a wild hair in us. And it was hunting season. And, uh, we just ate some food, uh, or grabbed some food from subway about midnight and, uh, at loves. And we said, we're going to go sit up in a spot and just eat our food, take a nap, you know, and just, just burn the time. And, uh, you know, we had our food or whatever in a little sunny hole. And uh, we rolled the windows down. And it's cold, you know, but you wake up, you kind of you hear gravel popping coming down the road. And, uh, you know, we looked up about that time, you know, and what we're, what we're doing is working. People shining deer, shooting deer off the road at night. You know, that's, that's our goal. And uh, that daggone flashlight, you know, hit the front of our truck. It was like a movie. And so we eased out and got behind them and, you know, um, they never knew we were there. And, um, to, you know, hit the blue lights. And then as soon as we hit the blue light, it was game on. Them jokers, <laughs> they were like, no, nah, we're not getting caught, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, it was, you know, that, that was one of the scaredest I've ever been. Uh, man, we had coffee and, you know, big, big drinks of, you know, Coke or whatever. And by the time, you know, the, the pursuit, you know, ended, it was coffee and Coke all <laughs> over my truck. I mean, it wasn't nothing left in those cups, you know. Oh, anyways, so we, you know, almost had to wreck these guys out to get them to stop running, you know. And, oh, uh, ended up finally getting them stopped. I went around them a couple times and had to slam my brakes and, like, turn my truck sideways, you know, to get them to where they couldn't go forward. And uh, that was probably the closest, one of the closest, other closest times we'd been to shooting somebody because, you know, at that time, they got a spotlight in our eyes, so we can't see nothing. All we're hearing is tires squealing. And so we don't know if they're going to run us over or, or, you know, they're trying to back up. Um, you know, and we end up getting up to the window 
with our with our guns out drawn on them and uh ended up being a bunch of juvenile kids about 15 16 years old and uh just being idiots you know it was they were grabbing trying to grab the gun and stuff while we were trying to talk to them and you know i i can i would say that training is everything because an untrained professional would would have could have could have that could have went a whole different direction you know what i mean it could have been you know it's and uh i look back at that moment i'm like man like a bunch of freaking kids like they, all they were doing was shouting for a deer. Was that really worth all that happened that night? You know, and, but I mean, that's, that's the job I, I swore, I swore to, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the oath I took. Uh, you just got to look at it, you know, it's all just give and take, man. And you got to make it work for you. And, you know, I'm wondering, you, gotta, you know, if they just got confused, you know, cause like red means stop, green means go. They didn't know what blue lights meant. They, <laughs> they just, meant, they they meant went, run, slam it as hard as they can <laughs> and go a hundred down a back road. <laughs> That's man. what they thought it meant. Oh man. Good times. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. Cause like that's, that's one of the things that would be like, I generally see is probably like the scariest or like, cause when you ever get in a situation where you have the potential of, you know, firing upon somebody, you know, that's, that's a life altering, you know, decision, you know, and that's, that sticks with you. I mean, I have never shot anybody, but you know, I'm assuming it would stick with that you. Barrel. But, but that, yes, that barrel dude. up, man, in your backyard. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. That barrel is dead. He hurt your feelings, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, after we got, uh, Dylan's, uh, book cited in, <laughs> then it started dying. That's one thing, um, you know, Peyton, this is what I tell everybody getting into this. I mean, that's one thing that you have to be prepared for, you know, getting to this line of duty. Um, that's a very, that's a very strong possibility. Something that may happen. Oh, um, you may get shot or you may have to shoot somebody or your friend may get shot. Um, I don't know what to tell you to prepare for that, you know. Uh, I've been just, telling Dylan we'll just go out in 1v1 so I can get used to the high-stress situation. <laughs> quick scope only. Yeah. You, know, you, can't, you can't zoom in quickly. Don't uh, hard scope me, man. You yeah. might hit me. I'm a knife. Quick scope only. Oh, I would say the biggest thing to do, you already got it, man. Have have a strong relationship with your Lord, you know. Uh, that That's the most important thing. Otherwise, you never would make it, you know. Uh, Roger said, true sportsmen honestly appreciate what y'all do. Roger's too nice. Everybody hates the game warden. Yeah. <laughs> You're the most hated man around. <laughs> Secretly inside, he's like, dang it, I'm a pastor. I can't lie. So I'm like, true sportsman. You know, honestly, yeah, I love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you got the, uh, well, you got the folks that you know, you just, if you do right, yeah. you really don't have nothing to worry about. But then you also have the side of, you know, you got the ATF. Yes. <laughs> That's a complete different thing. You got some folks, man, that are, that are around here that have been mistreated by some folks. Um, that they, they think just because one person treated them this way, they think everybody's going to treat them that way. Um, you know, there's some game boards that probably did some things they shouldn't have. Um, just like there's some 
preachers that did stuff they shouldn't have or some farmers that did stuff they shouldn't have. Uh, the, you know, we can't treat everybody the same just because we had one person do something that you didn't like, you know. Yeah. That's human nature. You know, we got we to overcome that as, as, as people, as a society, to learn to forgive and forget and move on. Roger and said, people, he said, try being a preacher. <laughs> I would have been a Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Roger. We we on, we honestly appreciate you know, appreciate what y'all preachers appreciate. Do. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate what y'all preachers do, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta have just like you gotta have cops. <laughs> yep. Gotta have why you be hating on preachers, I'll take my lie back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, we we love cops around here. Game warden's a little less, but you know, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm used nah, to being the most hated man. It's all I right. don't have any run-ins with them, so I don't care. You know. Yo, my magazine's standing up on its own. That's crazy. You didn't read yeah, it. Y'all can't see it. Never mind. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you do anything for fun? Or you just work and work out? Man, look, workout is fun to me. Uh, and hunting. Yeah. Whatever. And hunting. I like to hunt fish and uh, I like to work out. I like to hang out with my wife, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that's a lot. That's enough as it is. You know, I I, I got my plate full. <laughs> I Are y'all allowed to hunt and fish on the clock or you have to do that on no. your own time? Okay. Absolutely not. You do that, you do that on your own time. After you, Man, at, when we hang up, we'll talk about some other things. Yeah. <laughs> After we'll you talk uh, about that in person, you find you find this guy and he's he's breaking the law or whatever, and you're like, "All right, well, I want to I want to arrest you if you just let me hunt on your land." You yeah. cannot do that. That is that is a violation of their rights, and it's, it's illegal. <laughs> Clearly, very illegal. Man. Man, I can tell y'all stories all night. You know, I can tell you some yeah. of the cases I've had. You know, it's it, it goes on, man. And I, and I haven't been on but six, seven years. Imagine the guys that been on for thirty something years. Yeah, they, they can tell you stories all night. Yeah. Well, we've had a city cop on. Now we've had a game warden. We need to have a <laughs> sheriff. Still waiting it's... on a trooper. I just haven't well, talked report. I haven't ever. talked to wow. him yet. Took me two years to write this report. Hey man, start reading it. Wow. It's just a... <laughs> and then, I guess you you say you're a part time with the sheriff's department. Yep, I work. I've worked part time with the sheriff's department now for about two and a half years. Okay. All right. Well, that marks sheriff off the list. We've had a sheriff on. I've had, done everything part time, but you seem to be I've done everything with them from uh, working the working the street to. Uh, I was in investigation for a while. I worked homicides and violent crimes. Uh, I worked some white collar crimes with them. Uh, here recently, I'm, I've mostly been focused on uh, working narcotics and working SWAT. Okay, we need to have some Too more busy. on. Too busy. Yeah. Yeah, like my brother knows somebody on South Haven uh, SWAT team, but I asked I asked him. I'm like. I was going to, 
Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, that's a, you're talking a whole different ball game. Yeah, I was going to try to get him on, but he said he's about to move to Alaska and do some stuff for a few months. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, man, when you get to South Haven and Memphis, I mean, them guys. That's a whole different territory. Yeah, those guys are like full time squat. Like they get paid to work out. They get paid to be in shape and train. That's, that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't no having to answer your other calls and stuff like that that we do around here. That's kind of like would, extra I would love around to be here. A SWAT man, yeah. Be, maybe not. You gotta every get on day the get on the apartment first, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. These are this is just what I this goes through my head while I'm you know suffering in the heat in the factory. I'm just like, man. I'm yeah, outside looking shot at, at it is a sexy job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't get paid nothing. Let's, let's keep that yeah. in mind, though. Yeah. You never make no money doing it. You don't do it to get rich. Yeah. You do it because yeah. it's what you love. Exactly. And just you be you trying to sell it on me. Game award man sounds sounds fun. It sounds, I can't lie. Hey, I ain't trying him. to sell it on him. I'm just telling you how it is. Hey, that you trying to sell him, and then I'm like, man, I shouldn't be a game warden. I'm just trying to get folks around me that I like and like to be around. I don't want to have to work with folks I don't like. He's trying to get the compensation for recruiting, you know. We don't get compensated. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's being true. Okay, got it. I just like to. I want folks that that that, that I, I recognize work ethic. I don't want I don't want lazy folks to come work for us because that makes it harder on the rest of us. Um, that's the problem we got now is folks collecting a paycheck, not doing nothing. There you go, Dylan. I ain't lazy. He sees me put the work in. I don't know. He's pretty lazy today. All you do is strict press. Yeah, I did. That sounds like lasers. a normal workout for him. <laughs> <laughs> he he did uh, a Ryan official workout like what Monday or Tuesday? What was it? It was it was a week ago, last Thursday. He did one. That was that was that was a bad one to come back to. But that you was know, not a good one to pick. <laughs> that was because I've been wanting to mix in some CrossFit with my marathon training just to keep the cardio up. Me too. That was a haven't done it. That, that was a stupid one to come back to, man. Especially at the weight that I used. I'm just like, I should have grabbed like 30s or 35, something like that. Oh, that was all the freaking thrusters. Dude, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> Thursdays must be dumbbell, 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 dumbbell days CrossFit or something. Months. Yeah, I just now got back into it and it's it's been rough. Of course, you know. I'll hammer it after the marathon, but. I said you can't you can't do both. I couldn't train. I, I could, there's no way I could train for a marathon and do CrossFit at the same time. Cause right, that's, that's two different two different whole yeah. aspects. Plus, I'm lifting weights too. I'm like, it's it's, bro, it's, it's hard. Like deciding what I want to do. Yeah, because I mean, I don't want to be a marathon runner. I'm just doing it because I like challenges. But like, so my next few months are going to be training for this. <laughs> And then after that, I'm going to be like, okay, what do I want to do now? You know, I got to get back strong. Well, a couple months from then, you'll probably be like, all right, it's time to go to the academy. Let me try to go to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, I run the marathons on my bucket list. Like, I want to do it someday. October 15th would be a good day to do it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. Your lightest, you know, you're pretty light right now. It'd be a perfect yeah, time. Yeah, but I, I'm running 5Ks, not marathons. <laughs> I just <laughs> add a 5K each. To each 5K you run, you know? I mean? <laughs> Three months is plenty of time. I don't think it is. I need 12 months. You, just, you might die a little more, but, you know, I'm just like. If they didn't have a, if they didn't have a cutoff, I might could do it. Like, if you didn't have to do it, like, 
so many hours. Well, I almost got cut off last year, and I finished one last year. The Saint, I did St. Jude last year, 6.06. Ooh, what's the cutoffs? I think it was six and a half. Jeez. <laughs> they were going to have to pick me up to make me stop. I was, How cold was it up there for that time? I don't remember. It was cold, but I wasn't feeling it. I just, I, wanna, I just want to experience one, you know. I want to, I want to run a half too. Um, so I think I may try to run a half first, train for it. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I remember like we man, skipped when, that. When was it? it? Was like October of last year. Yeah, last. I was, I was running a little bit, you know. Prep. I think I just got done running the Spartan. Well, I decided. So I'm gonna go PR or just run a 5K, and then I ended up PR in my 5K by like yeah. two minutes. I think it was like 21:57 or something like that. And then the next day, I woke up, went to the gym, like I'm just gonna run a half. Why not? And then I don't know. That was a it was like spur of the moment. I'm just gonna run a half marathon. Why not? You mean why? <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, but we we didn't even really. I mean, we went and ran the Spartan. The uh, we hiked the Spartan. We hiked, but I mean, we just kind of walked. Real walk. I was actually gonna run that one, but we had like twelve new people going, and then I think I had some knee pain or something that I didn't want to come back up. So I'm just like, look, I'll just walk it with everybody else. The next one I run, I want to actually run it and see how fast I can run it. I'm just gonna sign up for one where nobody else goes, so then I can actually just run it because I'm like, you always just do it with them. Yeah, like I always do it with new people. Like we ran that trifecta weekend. The beast, this you know, you know Melody Thomas from the gym, right? Yeah. Her son did it, and uh, got one of his friends from school to do it, and that was his friend's first ever Spartan race. He ran a beast. Ran a beast for his first Spartan race. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm just like, he's a beast. My my goal was sub four, sub two, and sub one, respectively, for like yeah. the beast super sprint. And I think I took just as long on that beast as I did in Dallas three years ago. I'm just like. You weren't, you just weren't even tired. Yeah. It was, it was like a 20 minute pace. And I'm like, I mean, my legs were, you know, fatigued, yeah. but like I wanted to run, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not to mention I had to start an hour late because they got late. So I had to move my time and. Hey man, it happens. I was just... I, I, the trifecta is on my bucket list. The marathon's on my bucket list. Trifecta weekend on it too? No, <laughs> I ain't gonna say no. I won't say no. I ain't gonna say no. Oh, because I never, I never thought I'd run a five k in my life, you know. And then that changed. Yeah. Um, I never thought I'd run a, a mile and a half of what I ran it in. So I mean, I'm not gonna say no. Nothing's impossible. Look, it's it's an experience to be had. Trust me. Five k you know, suck. Like, I didn't want. I didn't think I would want to run a trifecta in one weekend. I just like you know. I just enjoy Spartan races in general. Yeah. But I did the. Uh, once I saw that, you know, I'm like, all right, Dylan, you want to go hit a Spartan race and. You know, in Atlanta, he's like, oh, I'll think about it. I'm broke right now, or something. You know, something I like sure that. Was. But uh, I was dirt broke. Talked him into doing it, and I'm like, you know, I'm going down there. We may as well just, I may as well just knock out all three and give it a shot. And it was an experience. It's no, I was, I was hurting enough after the uh, 
the 10K. <laughs> I couldn't have done any more that weekend. Now, running like a super and a sprint in a weekend is, you know, I'm fine. Like, you know, because like I hard, I really don't ever get sore after Spartan races anymore. Just kind of depends on what I actually have to do in the race. But doing the beast before the super and sprint, it was just like miserable. Yeah, I, I want to do the beast in a separate weekend, and I'll do the, <laughs> I can do the sprint though, you know, the same weekend. I think I can knock that out, no problem. Not no problem, but. Not doing them all in one weekend. Yeah, that's because that's that's probably what I started training for last year. It was like everybody kept talking about the Spartan. I was like, "Well, hell, I want to do it." You know, like let's let's do it. And uh, yeah, it was fun, man. And it was actually like one of the. I mean, it was great. I was like, "Well, I'm pretty sure I can run that faster than I want to run it." You know, that is like one of the downsides because like you're not always going to be able to run it unless you like the earliest possible heat because then you'll get bottlenecked and on obstacles and stuff and people trekking in front of you and like whether you run it or you know hike it you know it's fun yes i would i would like to be able to run more but i always sign up with new people and then well you gotta find somebody like if if you're gonna do it like that you gotta find somebody that's gonna that can run at your pace Y'all can do it together. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to make Dylan run at my pace next time. I'm just like, look, man. Maybe I'll be in shape for that. <laughs> just hop off your horse and get on mine, you know? I'm ready now. <laughs> Let's just say it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. But at the same it, time, it, w- it wasn't that hard. I yeah. was hurt. Like, I hurt afterwards for like a week. Like, my joints, my elbows. Yeah. It's a lot of pulling. Yeah. The obstacles were harder than I expected, is what. Yeah. Especially with everything well, you wet. You failed the Z wall and the I stairway the lot, to Sparta. Like five of them. I feel like Spear five throw. obstacles. I got the, the rope climb. The, that one, I felt that one in the daggone uh, rope climb. I got the rope climb on you. So. <laughs> that rope is like That's that it. freaking big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, Bro, it's but, so small. <laughs> And it's wet and muddy. Wet and cold. <laughs> and it was no grip. Freezing, man. You're in the Everybody road. else had they had bags of chalk they were wearing and gloves. Yeah. I'm like, well if I'd have known that I could I could prepare for this. And wow. not to mention like in Atlanta the rope climb was in the middle of an open field, so you're just getting hit with piercing cold wind while you're doing the cold. It was twenty something degrees. Was, it was that, that is that, what made that weekend. That so. wasn't really a trail run. It's more like a trail swim. That Nashville one was, was a run. Like it was, yeah. you had to run on rocks and crap. And I thought I was going to twist my freaking ankle. Yeah. But that Nashville course is for a Spartan. It's super flat. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I'm pretty sure we're taking a group. I know me and my wife are going to go again in Nashville back in October. I favorited my my runs, all my Spartans, so I hope I can find them on here so I can remember what my elevation was in Atlanta. Uh, now I, I'm gonna try to go. I think Cincinnati or something like that. I can't I can't go to the Atlanta one because that's that's a mandatory work weekend for us that, that weekend. But I I ain't gonna try to do it. I ain't gonna run the uh, the uh, beast in the sprint. I have to base the sprint with the sprint and the super um, in Nashville this year because I can't I can't do the trifecta this year. There's no point. <laughs> Roger, yeah, for, 
Roger said to put through hiking the Appalachian Trail on your bucket list. I've already I've already hiked the Appalachian Trail. Appalachian Trail. Piece of it. So it's a piece of it. Yep the uh, the super the sprint that I ran had more elevation gain than the super in Atlanta, or may have just been about the same. Yeah, the sprint itself had thirteen hundred fifty five feet of elevation gain, and then if I go back to October last year, the uh, super had six hundred. Really, we need to just look at it like. Go to one of those exotic places like Montana or uh, wherever the uh, the furthest one is. Like they have something like that, the, like Bahamas or something. You know, just yeah. go somewhere crazy. My goal is to do. I think what people consider the hardest one is the Killington one, and I think for the ultra, I don't know the beast. The beast is like ten thousand feet of elevation gain, ten <laughs> to fifteen thousand or something like that. It is like. That's my goal to do, so I can die on the course, die doing something I love, you know. Well, just go to the go to the twenty four hour death race. That's that's. that's if you want a challenge, there you more, go. It's more than twenty four hours. They do them death races like usually like sixty hours plus. I think. I don't see how people do Man. that crap. Speaking it of, it was a couple yeah. of years ago. They did a twelve hour barbed wire crawl. In the death what? race. Yep. You well, ran, you, you would go like down and back for 12 hours in that death race. It was, I want to pull it up. The, uh, well, speaking of elevation gain, I'm just trying to elevate my gains in the gym. Yeah, I swear. I don't know about doing a 12 hour bob wire crawl. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not trying to be out of the gym for three months. Oh, I'd be done. Yeah, so 2018 death race. Uh, Speaking they, of the uh, gym, we just got a huge upgrade. Did y'all see that? I seen it. Yeah. Too much crap. <laughs> they got it organized today. It's too much crap. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, man. Somebody said it was somebody's home gym. I don't know if that was true. If that dude had that home gym. Bro. He had more weights. Had, he could he could have died. He was, he was probably training he, for the Ironman. Yeah, what home did he fit that in? Uh, I'm 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 pumped about it. I'm glad Becky got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, man. it's nice. It's some nice. It's some really nice stuff. We're up oh. there, equipment wise. I don't know what the other gym has, but I think we're probably top of the line now. Got a hack squat. Yeah. So for the. Uh... 2018 death race. They did 3,000 burpees in it. I can't count that high. And then, like a day or two later, they did a 12-hour barbed crawl. One of one person crawled 7.54 miles of barbed wire crawl. That's lovely. Why'd they do that? Uh, because they're crazy, I guess. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, I, I'm getting ready for work here soon. So, uh, well, you could be a game warden. I have to worry about that. But yeah, I could be going to bed right now if I was a warden of the games. Yep. Get ready to go to the gym in the morning. Yes, sir. Wait, Peyton, hurry up and just jump on it, bro. I'm... 
Well, I can't hurry up. I got to wait till the beginning of the year next year. So Don't let it pass you up this time. You have to shave yeah. a little mustache off, though. Yeah, I need to get rid of whatever the heck's on my Where's face, that? you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. We appreciate y'all staying tuned this long. Y'all, uh, where can they find you? Do you have any where they can find I got it? Facebook. Facebook? Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Look, we have these. We have local legends on, man. They're not worried about fame or nothing. So just get connected to the community around you. Uh, we have game warden here, PJ. I don't know how. Mayor to game warden slash part time sheriff. There you go. Yeah, part time sheriff. So he's putting in the work. He's serving his community. Y'all get out there and do it. Put the work in in the gym, out the gym, wherever. Get out there, serve your community. Join the I police force. Y'all have me. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh yeah. Follow me and Peyton, Peyton.cook, Dill the Young. Get you some merch. Uh, what else do we say, Peyton? We don't have merch yet, do we? And we don't have our own merch yet. Uh, but... PJ, leave your browser open for just a second once we end the live so it will upload your footage. It'll tell you when it's done. No worries, dog. But uh, yeah, y'all put the work in. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. See ya.